Welcome to Ferento Talks, the show by creators for creators. I'm your host Jake from Ferento, and in this series, you'll get to meet amazing course creators, coaches, and entrepreneurs, hear their stories, and hopefully learn from their mistakes. If you're selling courses, eBooks, coaching programs, or anything else content-based on the internet, this is the place to be. Let's get into today's episode. Creators, Prepare to be inspired as we are joined by Juan van Emmeloot, a well-accomplished and respected Dutch drummer, music producer, and composer. With a career spanning over four decades, Juan's rhythmic mastery has left audiences craving more. Today, he's sharing his journey and revealing how he's using Ferento to build his online courses, inspiring drummers worldwide. Juan started playing drums and percussion at the age of 10 at the local music school in his hometown of Walvik. Only a few years later, at 13, he joined his first band and stayed doing live performances locally while studying at music school until the age of 17. He later moved on to the Rotterdam Conservatory, where he was recognized as a talented young drummer by several established artists, tutors, and bands. Juan van Emmeloot on drums. In addition to touring the country at 19, Juan also started his private drumming school and wrote a complete study guide for young aspiring drummers. And from 2003 to 2013, he was teaching at the Conservatorium in Rotterdam. Today, Juan is the CEO and founder of the Groove Impact Academy, where he teaches and coaches on a monthly basis in Arnhem. He's also the creator of free online courses, one 92-page hardback book, and his own learning platform. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how an accident stopped him from touring and performing, and how that led him to do online courses. What his plans are for the coming years, what inspires him, and why he chose to begin building his online course platform with Ferento. So without further ado, let's get into it. So good day, Juan. How are you? Hey. Hey Jake, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing fine. I'm doing really good, and uh, I hope you're doing well as well. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. So good. Thanks for coming in. So my first question is one I could ask to absolutely anyone. Do you have a specific morning routine? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I I do actually. Um, if you want to hear about it, I'll, I'll tell you. It's it's uh, it's it's quite interesting. I wake up, of course. Yeah. Uh, and the first thing I do, uh, I go down uh, to uh, feed the cats. We've got two cats. Uh, that's the most important thing for me. I start with that and then I um, um, boil some water for the tea. <laughs> I fix the breakfast for me and my wife. My wife always comes down later. Um, but then uh, after breakfast, I always sort of go up to uh, my studio over here. And I start the day with uh, actually watching and, and uh, viewing email messengers and see what is uh, um, um, important for that day. Once that is done, so first of all, I do the things that I have to do. And then I do the things that I want to do. <laughs> and and yeah. then we come at the, uh, the part where I uh, can uh, be totally creative about, you know, uh, editing video films that I made or creating some new music or, um, you know, even uh, videoing a little, uh, 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 
a lesson for my uh, online business, so to speak. Uh, so that's actually daily routine like that. Yeah. So wake up, take care of the essentials, then yeah. the things you've got to do, then things you want to do. Exactly. So I've got to ask, is this interview something you have to do or something you want to do? I was just looking forward to this interview. I just organized it like uh, 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 everybody that wanted to come by for a coffee or uh, no, I'm, I'm busy till five o'clock <laughs> because this is something that I, uh, I really like to do, you know, talking to people like you guys uh, and, and uh, it's not socializing. It's, it's, it's got to do with my passion for the things that I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's awesome. And uh, just another quick question. This one's from me. How much of your day, if you had to split it between a ratio, is what you have to do and what you want to do? Like, is it 50-50, 30-60? What's your ratio like? And I said, well, that really depends on what you see as work. And yeah. that's, this is where my, my trouble comes in, so to speak. Uh, I'm always busy with something that I like to do. And when I do something that I like to do, for me, it doesn't feel like work, right? So mm. your question give an answer to that is, is, is quite difficult because um, I think basically most of the time I am doing the, the stuff that I really like to do. So it's, it's not even 50-50. I think uh, it's more like uh, being a bad husband, 20-80, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Plato says, if you give a man a day, if you give a man a job he loves, he'll never work a day again in his life. So that sounds a bit like I shall remember that. Never heard that one. That's a, that's a good one. So um, you mentioned that you work a lot, but you love what you do. And right. um, everyone knows you for your drumming. So who or what inspired you to, to pick up drumming? And, and when did you start? I started when I was 10 years old. Right. I, I actually didn't want to play the drums. <laughs> you didn't? Um, no, no, no. I, I, when I was a young kid, my, my parents had a lot of, lots of records. And uh, one of the, the records that, that really uh, draw my attention was the, the album of Booker T and the MGs. And Booker uh -huh. T is an organ player, like soul funk uh, kind of music. And I really loved the sound of that organ. That combined with, uh, you know, we were church goers. So uh, uh, every Sunday I would be at church and that was the organ. That was the similar sound. Uh -huh. So basically the sound of the organ connected to the record made me want to play the organ basically. So I do remember that on my uh, wall in, in my bedroom, I was drawing with a, a marker, the keys of, of a keyboard. So it's always touching the wall. And um, it was actually my mother who said, well, first of all, uh, when you go to this, the music school, which you have to do, because she, uh, I want you to go there, she said, you start with the drumming lessons. And I was like, drumming lessons? I don't want to play drums, I want to play organ. No, first do the drumming lessons and then we'll see. Why, and, why uh, drums? That's, that's such an unusual instrument to, to want to push your, your child towards if they want to learn something like the organ, which every parent would love their kid to learn. Yeah, exactly. What was, what was the thinking there? Well, I found out about it because I asked my mom, of course, and, uh, and she said, uh, well, first of all, you have to know my mom was a great dancer. She was doing jazz ballet ah. and stuff like that. So there you got the rhythm. Um, my older brother played the piano already. So probably uh, at that moment, I didn't realize that, but, but she, she thought, well, it's nicer to have a family band. And if you play organ, piano, all yeah. the same. Ah, so she was trying to get a band together. Well, later on, I found out the truth. I was uh, kind of a hectic little guy, always uh, occupying the room, uh, very dominant, uh, 
crazy energy, always alive for her, waking up, blah, 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 and starting. And, and she thought that guy should be playing the drums because he has to get rid of his energy. So that ah. was actually the basic thought that she had. And uh, yeah, and, and then and then I started, uh, I didn't start playing the drums. I started playing marching drums, like like a snare drum only. Like the one on your hip that you... Well, it was on the stand because I remember that the, the music school I went to, uh, it was old fashioned. They didn't have a proper drum set. They didn't have, there was classical music all the way. So I had to study for two years the snare drum only. Uh, classical stuff and and I thought well let, let me just do this and then after that I can play the organ <laughs> so you're putting your time in exactly and and uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that because therefore I got a great snare drum technique but when the first drum set came because the, the music school had the money to buy a drum set I was blown away about this instrument because I was actually sitting inside the instrument I was a little guy I was not that tall and then, you know, the hi-hat, the two cymbals that you have to use with a pedal, you play with a pedal, was bouncing up and down. There was the bass drum with the, with the beater. There was the snare drum in the middle. There was the tom-toms. There was the right cymbals. And I was so, so um, impressed by touching this instrument and, and how much of influence you had on the dynamics of it and the sounds. Mm. And then I got blown away by the instrument. And then from that moment on, I, I knew this is going to be my instrument. I was 12 years old when I decided this, this is it. I need to play the drum set. I bet for a young man with a lot of energy, having uh, an instrument that was so physical in the sense that, like, like you said, every limb that you have is used as a drummer, right? You've got your yeah. left foot on the hi-hat. You've got your right foot on the, on the bass drum. You're using both your hands all over the top of the kit. So yeah. you've got so much... Um, ability for expression, almost like a piano, right? Almost like a piano, and and, and even more because you use your feet uh, also. And mm. um, and and I have to say that in the beginning I was trying to figure out the instrument because you have to actually a drum set is a combination of many instruments. Because you know if you if you look at the the drum set as as um, uh, a set that you put together, it's like a bass drum. Normally you play with with the hand, you sort of hit it with one hand or two hands, mm. and there's the snare drum, the marching drum, and there's the the, the hi hat. It's like ching ching those cymbals, and now you have to 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 be able to play that as as being one person playing like uh, four instruments basically but, mm. at the same time. Um, but that really helped me to coordinate and get my brain a little bit like uh, more focused on doing something because i i probably nobody told me before but probably i i was uh, one of those what is it adhd guys you know uh, very hectic all over the place no focus and now because of learning that instrument uh the drum set and uh, being able to focus on something and play put it together it really helped to to uh yeah, to give my brain a little bit more uh, focus on focusing on one thing only. So it sounds like drums really helped you personally and mentally. Yes. Yeah. When did it start helping you professionally? When did it become more than something that you did as a kid that you enjoyed and something that you know you could start paying the bills with? Explain uh, that transition for me if you can. Yeah, I, I will. I will. Um, I think that um, it, it was always it always has been a hobby until I became fifteen. I think at the age of 15, I really, I remember I decided this is what I want to do with my life. I want to become a professional drummer. So first of all, there's the vision. So uh, you set the goal. Mm. Uh, I also remember the reason for it. 
um, as a young guy, I was always very shy with girls, but all my friends were hunting girls and everybody had a girlfriend. And I was like, you know, I don't have a girlfriend. And one day at the swimming pool in summer, summer holidays, um, everybody had a girlfriend except me, right? And they were sitting on their towels and doing romantic things. I was like, oh, fuck it. So I went to the swimming pool and I stood there at the side being a lonely guy. But I looked up in the sky, the blue sky, and there was this aeroplane, like the white stripe. And I, and I, I saw the plane. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be in that aeroplane. And in the, uh, the, the storage room, there's the flight case with my drum seat. And, and I'm going to travel the whole world. I play drums with everybody. So this is where my sort of vision started. I, I was a happy guy at that moment. I decided to do it. Uh, oh, of course, I played in, in some, some bands. I have to say the bands that I played with were never bands with people from my age, All, always older guys. Yeah, I had a similar experience myself as a musician as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting eh? because when you play with older guys, they have different theories about how they see life. They talk about different things, you know, uh, where I was like uh, interested in uh, like baseball games. They were talking about uh, uh, life. They were talking about politics. They were talking about mm. anything, you know, and, and and they came with music that I never heard of, you know, where I was listening to Santana. They came with Frank Zappa and stuff like that. So right. I was playing in a band and um, one of these bands, I do remember the singer Anton van der May, 24 years of, of age. He had already a record deal. And uh, and he said, "Hey, I, I I I need you to play drums on the single of me of mine, a new single I want to record." I was like, "Okay," and uh, and we went into the studio. I was uh, sixteen, and there I I found out. Okay, and they, they gave me some money for it, and this is my start where I start sort of doing some recording sessions and and, and got some money, and followed by live gigs, and then earning some money, and and there it uh, started growing. So I think from my my age of, of 16 and it went really fast because I was sort of uh, I was sort of really working hard to become the best drummer of the world you know in your brain you have that so I wanted to be on that plane remember mm -hmm. so therefore you have to be the best drummer of the world you know so um, and I think at the age of 17 when I started studying at the Rotterdam Conservatorium at the same time I did audition for a band that already did tours and stuff like that. And I was the guy who jumped the board. And these guys were like 42 and uh, they toured uh, through whole Holland and I, I jumped in that band. And this this is how my career started basically. Okay, yeah. so you, you've, you've explained your transition from you know young amateur musician to someone who's working with other musicians, getting paid. Um, we could talk about that all day and I'd love to. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Especially how I started, it was very different. Um, okay. But I wanted to ask you, how did you transition from being like a working musician who had ambitions to, to you know, be the best drummer into what you're known for now, which is being a music educator? Like, what switched oh. for you? Well, actually, um, it's a funny story to, to share with you because I started teaching when I was 19 years old. Wow, and that's this, really young. That's very young. And I do understand that's young. And, and um I wouldn't advise anybody to do this, but the reason why I did it was like, I studied for two years at the Rotterdam Conservatory. Um, and then I decided to quit because I, I didn't feel comfortable at that school. And, uh, and, but I still wanted to learn. And uh, when I dropped out of uh, the conservatory, I, you know, I needed to, to earn uh, some, some money and I played in the band, but it was not enough to, uh, 
you know, to uh, to cover the costs that you have on a daily basis. And then I found out a hey, the best way to do something is to uh, maybe take up pick up the initiative and uh, start teaching. Mm. Because when I start teaching, I thought uh, I have to make a program, so I will learn how to make a program, and at the same time, I can use the time to study myself and and making progress. Uh, so. Um, in my early years, I already started teaching and I found out that I really love to get people enthusiastic about something that I was enthusiastic about. So like, like it felt like, hey, you can do this too. You know, come on, man, let's, yeah. let's hop on board. You're yeah. sharing that passion. Sharing passion. I had 45 uh, students uh, when I was 19. I uh, worked up from zero to 45 in, in one and a half year, I remember. And uh, I, I kept the school uh, even during my career as a drummer for 12 years until I decided, okay, now I have to, you know, uh, pass on the school to somebody else and now I have to focus on touring because I became an international uh, uh, musician with international contacts. And that means that if the phone rings, you have to say yes and you can't mm. say, oh, I can't do it because I have to teach. So, uh, yeah, that's how it went, basically. No, that sounds great. Um, I also tried my hand at teaching, uh, not music, um, but uh, I was teaching history for a while in British secondary oh, schools nice. or high schools, which didn't work for me. But oh. it was the same experience. Like, it's just about what gets you up is trying to share that passion. Right. Um, but the kids I was teaching didn't have the passion for history and, and weren't going to for a while. So I, I, I walked I can, away from that I can, one. I can, I can totally understand it because uh, at some point I tried everything, of course. At some point, uh, um, uh, the school asked me to to become a teacher for for class and i said well i just want to do one day and see how it goes and i decided this is not for me if, if if the people i talk with don't have any interest in what i'm doing what i'm passionate about it will suck away my energy yeah it's really draining yeah uh, but it seems you, but good yeah it's okay it's worked out just fine i'm here interviewing interviewing you so so clearly oh, cool. life has worked yeah. out in the right way yeah um so teaching has worked out for you and now you're you're rolling out some online courses right so yeah, can you tell sure. us a bit about that Who, who's it for you know yeah yeah sure um well in 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 the past years I've, I've, you know i've been doing this uh, my whole life i've been teaching at the rotterdam Conservatorium for 13 years i started my after that i started my own academy which i'm running now for uh, uh, more than 11 years which is great um and what I'm doing online, actually, this is, is interesting. Um, I found out that the people at the Rotterdam Conservatorium, at the Conservatorium, you teach people who are, they want to make a job, they want to make a living out of playing drums. So, and there also you have to uh, pay attention to what the government wants from you as a teacher, right? There are some mm. rules that you have to obey. And uh, when I stopped doing that and I went to, 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 uh, to start my own academy, I had a vision about, okay, you know, I don't want to teach only people who want to make a job out of it. I would like to teach and help people and coach people who are passionate about this instrument, drums. Mm. And it's a totally different approach because that means that even somebody who plays just a little bit drums, but who wants to make progress and who is enthusiastic about learning something, I can work with, you know. There's, yeah. there's, there's no diploma, there's no there's no rules like, uh, oh, you're not good enough, I don't want to spend time with you. No. If, if you don't want to learn, then then for me it's like, well, then I don't want to spend time with you. But if you are able to, to pick up the lessons and um, my own academy, you also have to know 
uh, I only teach once a month. So uh, I'm not really teaching people weekly on a weekly basis. So basically I'm, I'm looking for the people that are capable of uh, occupying themselves with studying and also people who, who understand if they don't take the initiative to, to learn something, they will always get stuck. And I don't have the magic powder for teaching yeah, them yeah. or something, something like and that. A month's a long time to wait, right? If you haven't gone home and done your homework, that's it. Uh, you're, gonna, you're not going to make any progress if it's once a month with your drum teacher exactly. doing the same things. Yeah. And here comes the, the, the difference with what I did on the conservatory and what I did, what I'm doing at the, the academy. Um, people at my academy can decide if they want to work with notation, reading, yeah. or if they can't read or they, they just don't want to read, that's fine. They can listen. I record everything in audio. But also, I have a, a camera on top of the uh, the drum set like like this this image here you can see that ah so that you can see everything yeah so i can i can sort of uh, do an example and then uh, send it by WeTransfer, and and then they have their example and this mm. actually was a routine that really worked well i saw the progress in in the, st uh, the students and then i decided hey uh, at some point it it, it 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 should be quite handy to 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 teach people with with the camera but with, uh, with videos and stuff like that. Here I have a little pause. I'm, I'm going to uh, rewind a little bit. The years back, I do remember that, um, I think it was, and I have proof of it, I have proof of it. I was 21. I was already teaching at my drum school. And uh, this is, uh, hist you like history class, right? Your history guy. There we go. Do you remember the VHS tapes, the video tapes? Uh, I remember them. I was very young at the time, but I have I've held there a couple. Go. There you go. There you go. Um, that was when when videotape came out. That for me was like, oh, this is great. Now I can um, videotape my drumming, and I can send it all out of the world. You know, that that was the uh, idea. So, so I just already made a lot of demos with the with the VHS uh, video. The only downside was, of course, uh, it was quite complex to catch great sound. Uh, you know, if, if you want to tape it, you really have to be prepared because, you know, you cannot quickly edit this. It really has to go one one mm. time. And uh, and then I think I remember at the age of 21, I did a demo, I think at the age of 25. And then when I was 30, um, I decided to do the video lessons and then I made a DVD because the DVD was perfect. So the videos never came out because it was not good enough. The DVD came out and this was the basic of uh, my program, Drumming Secrets Revealed. Mm. There this were, is where it started. There were quite a lot at the time, I remember that being a bit of a revolution. And like, obviously I wasn't around for it, it was a bit before me, but mm. you hear a lot of old time musicians talking about like how everything changed once. Yeah it moved to dvd but there's yeah. another change happening now with with all kinds of online learning right as we move to online courses so yeah, i wanted yeah. to ask you how how did you first hear about forento um and, started, and when when as well when uh, not so long ago uh, maybe i'm not exact about it but i think I've, wasn't it last year somewhere in November. i really have to look it up i really have to look it up it really it, it started because i got a connection with adrian 
who connected me. Uh, was it Adrian? One of the guys um, of Forento through LinkedIn. Ah, okay. Yeah, because I was promoting uh, uh, my course, like like what I told you about the DVD drumming series revealed. Uh, yeah. It was out on DVD. The footage was getting old. I had it. Uh, I had to uh, record new footage. The COVID uh, Corona time came and you couldn't play. I decided in 2000, uh, was it 2020? 20, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I decided to, in my home studio, to, to uh, do everything all over again from that old DVD, but better. So all the lessons I recorded and I explained and I was teaching from the book. I wrote a book, even brought out a book. And this was my uh way of um uh you know spending time with corona not 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 any you know couldn't do any tours so i decided to uh you know to to work on the online business and then i found out about uh kajabi this is where i started right and um and that was interesting because i got kajabi through a, a guy who said you should be here this is a great way for you to uh, offer your online course um then uh, i found out wow this is uh, quite heavy difficult and i i sort of started to study how to do it i think after one and a half year i decided to stop kajabi because it was too expensive i right. didn't have enough clients then i found udemy because udemy uh sounded to me like oh this might be the only one so i i put everything on udemy stopped with kajabi then went on linkedin to do some promotion and then one of the guys of uh, of uh, Forento, and I don't know if it was Adrian or somebody or somebody else, but they connected me. Hey man, uh, I, I saw your uh, um, your footage and stuff. You should maybe uh, you know see a way to to look at Forento, and then and I I just decided to look it up, and then we uh, I got really interested in in uh, uh, you know using the platform, so. And I was looking for a platform for my next content because in, in 2021 was another Corona moment. I started hmm. to do a, a second and a third book. I was like, what the fuck, you know, let's do it. What the bleep. And, uh, and I made no more movies and stuff like that because I, I, I love to do it. I love to teach. I love to show things. I love to work together with uh, people, my imaginary friends on the other side of the camera. And, uh, and this is how I uh, uh, recorded and videotaped all, all the, uh, the footage. And, mm. uh, and then when I got in contact with you guys, I found out it was a lot easier. Um, uh, and me with my creative brain, I just, I just want to put it online. I want to make sure that's, that everything works. And uh, I, I don't want to have too many troubles and too many choices and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, besides that, the personal, <laughs> personal contact with you guys is amazing like i i thought really thought oh this is one of those but it's fine you know it's, it's cheaper i can do it but when i had a chat it was like a personal chat so and then we got online and when he had a conversation that's like with adrian and i was like this is a total different group this is nice i like this because we're sort of uh, getting really getting in touch with on a personal basis hmm. um, and this I think uh, uh, it, it gives a little bit of an answer to your question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we we hear a lot of people talking like that for Rento. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm glad you feel the same way. And, uh, you know, I was just thinking when you were telling us about how you got started that there are, because I remember 2020, you know, that was a that was a big year for me. And um, there were two kinds of people in that year. You, you could have a dive and not have a plan 
you know, and just spend two years doing nothing or, or you had a plan and you just spent the next two years executing it. It sounds yeah. like, so everything, I mean, I had the very similar experience, but it sounds like for you, everything sort of came together at the right time. You got that little bit of a break to put yeah. all your courses and knowledge together. And then you met up with the right people yeah. uh, who could share that and help you share it. So yeah, uh, it sounds like it all you were definitely in the thrive category and not in the dive category for yeah. 2020. Yeah, and I'm lucky. I'm, I'm, I also feel lucky that uh, um, I was in the position also that I, I lived in a huge house, which I turned turn out in, in a big studio. It was uh, I lived there for nine years, and, and there I, I totally remember that uh, it's now or never. If I don't do it now, it will never happen. And, and after I filmed everything, uh, I had to move to a different place. So mm. it's, it's, I'm just so glad and grateful that I did it and that I took the initiative from, yeah, like you said, on the right moment. I bet there are a load of young learner drummers and perhaps older learner drummers who are really grateful that you took the time as well. Well, this, it's, this is funny because to, to give an answer to your question about for who did you make it, I think the, the, uh, it's, not a, it's not a course for beginners, absolutely not. Uh. Uh, and, and the reason why I say that there's so many courses for beginners, I already found it out. And it's, for me, it's like, that's great. But if you have like a, a course for beginners, you need to teach people. You need to be there because things can go wrong if they only watch the video. But if people already know how to play the drum set, at least sit behind it, can play a groove, can play a fill, then they understand the principles of uh, how, to, how to study. Right, mm. how to study those, mm. mm. and then mm. all my material uh, uh, gives them extra dimension. So, uh, for example, my first course, which is on under me, goes more into technical details, basic principles, how to study, and how to make progress. But my two courses on Forento, these are the fun factor the courses because right. there's that's all about music. You play the drums. Uh, I'm going to play drums, but I'm going to let you play drums. But there's this piece of music. How are we going to approach this? How, how would I play it? How, how would you play it? And there's some examinations that I came up with that people can film themselves and they can send it to me so that I can give them feedback and all that stuff. So those online courses definitely sound like they'd be really helpful. Uh, if anyone wants to go a step further and get in contact with you, how could they do that? Um, well, first of all, if they want to get in touch with the uh, the courses, of course, they should go to drummingseekersrevealed.com and uh, they will get to my website and you can find all the information there. Uh, but you can also send me an email. There's a contact form on the website. You can send me an email, drummingseekersrevealed at gmail.com. That's my uh, drummingseekersrevealed at gmail.com website, uh, email address. Um, and the YouTube channel, I do have a YouTube channel, uh, but there's a lot of other things uh, to be seen there also. You just go to my YouTube channel, which is uh, Juan von Emmeloot uh, at YouTube channel, I guess, something like that. Plenty of opportunities for contact there. Yeah, absolutely. Having spoken to Juan, I've never felt more inspired to take up drumming or create my own online course. His story is genuinely inspiring from so many different perspectives, and I'm sure he won't stop impressing us anytime soon. If you feel inspired and want to create your own online course, I suggest you hop on over to forento.io and grab a copy of our free course, Forento Academy, on how to create your first online course. That being said, as always, don't forget to like, comment and subscribe for more and see you in the next episode. Thanks.